and welcome to the Big Topic in Women's MA podcast. Frank Poser here along with Schwan Humes. Schwan, how you doing, man? Good, how about yourself? I'm good. I'm ready to talk about, first of all, we're going to talk about uh, Saturday's uh, women's fight on the UFC show. Yana Kunitskaya versus Yulia Stoliorenko. Now, Yulia was a um, short notice replacement. Uh, for uh, Ketlin Vieira. Uh, she's from Lithuania. She's in Tough 28. She didn't do so well there. Uh, she, she won a fight in March, and I guess they liked her enough to give her another shot in the UFC. I have my doubts about her personally, and she quelled her. Now, did she? Uh, Yana, of course, is from Russia originally. She is now training in, in Florida, and her boyfriend uh, uh, UFC light heavyweight Tiago Santos, and he was her coach on this team. And she did a smart thing. You know what she did? She did what she he told her to do. What do you think about that, Sean? Uh, it's kind of rare. It seems to be in women's mixed martial arts. It seems like a lot of the fighters just do what they want. I guess so, but you know he he told her what to do. You know, go out there. Get her on the fence, you know, keep her there, do enough so the ref doesn't break it up. <laughs> and that's how you win the fight. And she did exactly that. You know, it doesn't make me think she can beat anybody else. No, um, it, it was not one of the more impressive performances I've seen in the, in the UFC or anywhere, to be quite honest. It was uh, yeah. pretty underwhelming. Yeah, and, uh, I if, I agree, but would you agree as well that it was exactly the strategy that she needed to use to win? No, I, I would agree. I, that When I, we talked about this last week, my main thing I said about Yana is I think she's got a decent skill set as far as she's not very deep in her skill set, but she's got a pretty wide range of skills, and she's pretty smart. And for her to win, she has to pretty much execute flawlessly because she's not the type of fighter who can just finish – or a fighter who can come back if you right. if you put her in a hole. So right. she's, her she's, sticking to a very, she's essentially a points fighter. She a yeah, points fighter, a system fighter. I mean, she can't even get the points off her own physical tools. It's she has to fight a perfectly clean fight and maintain control. I give all the credit to Santos. I don't think she's going to lose. So, uh, yeah, I would I would assume so because I've seen her fight smart before, but I've never seen her put it all together for three rounds usually she'll one round she'll have these moments or these gaps where she loses mm-hmm. control um it's a good win for her it shows that she's she's it shows her it showed her physical tools but i don't think it made people excited to see her and it's not going to build a fan base for her but right now she just needs wins um who this really concerns me for was her opponent uh this is a bad way to lose to someone like this yeah. because kuniskaya isn't a physical doctor she's not big strong she's not explosive and you let this fighter hold you up against the cage for, for three rounds straight, like, that's inexcusable. Kuna Sky can't, shouldn't be able to do that. They must have, you know, and, and, and the thing that kind of bothered me a little bit is all they were talking about in the broadcast and telling Brendan Fitzgerald to talk about how Julia uh, had all these, these submission wins, but they were all in Lithuania. They don't count. Yeah. A lot of those girls were on their yeah. debuting. She hadn't fought anybody who, with any real sense of experience in like two years. She's been fighting well, no, no, third listen, and fourth to be, tier fighters. And to be fair, she got a good win in March. Victor beating 
Lisa Versosa, who is a pretty good fighter, okay, but she's not a UFC caliber fighter, okay? So that's the problem. The problem is she's never beaten a UFC caliber fighter. I don't think she ever will. But you know what? Well, my my problem when I see she she seems to be a bit of a front runner. I've never seen her come back in a fight, and in a fight against somebody who's not going to make a lot of mistakes, you're going to have to fight your way back into it. And she had no ability to do that. Just off physical tools alone, she would be Kuniskai would never hold Sajar Eubanks against the cage no, for three rounds. She couldn't hold Betch Kohea. She couldn't hold no. But she held that girl against the cage for three rounds. That that shouldn't be possible. I, I said, kept singing. There's no way she can hold you. There's literally no way. She's not physically strong enough. She to isn't, so. but she did it. So, so that has much for, Ju- for Julia. This is a bad sign. I, I don't think she's gonna be in the UFC very long. If she, if Yannakuza Sky is bullying you and walking you down, that's a bad. That's a bad sign. That's just me. Maybe maybe I'll well, be proven differently. That's a I bad think sign. Found out who she is, right? Okay. Now that video is up on my blog. Now there was a fight uh, on Tuesday, the contender series. It was. Um, Corey McKenna versus Vanessa Demopoulos, and that was at Strawweight. And we've talked before about how the uh, Contender Series works. You're not only fighting your own fight, but you're fighting against the other winners on the show. I'll, I'll give you a spoiler right now if you didn't see it. All five winners got contracts on this show. On this show. So anyway, Corey Mc, uh, Vanessa Demopoulos. I guess they were impressed with her win in LFA a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I watched that fight, and she won with a submission in the fourth round, but she was losing before that. Uh, Vanessa is 31 years old. Uh, she trains at Black House MMA in Gardena, California. She's a teammate of, of uh, Mackenzie Dern, and they're very similar fighters in, in that they're both BJJ whizzes, but the um, striking needs a lot of work. Okay, uh, and and Vanessa is smaller than the country. Okay. Oh, and Vanessa, and Not Vanessa's a stripper. How about that? Well, I mean that explains something to a degree. I mean she's right; she's with the right camp, and if she's attractive, the UFC is well, going to give her a shot, shot to show what she can do because they're trying okay. to get her. Her opponent here was Corey Mechanic. Corey is twenty-one years old from Wales. She trains with um, uh, Jack Mason, who's a veteran Cage uh, Warriors fighter, and also uh, Team Alpha Male. And uh, Team Alpha Male owner Uriah Faber and Mason were both in her corner. She's primarily a striker. Uh, she's four and one. She's fought primarily most. She fought all her fights in Cage Warriors. Um, what we found out about in this fight is, and I watched the fight. I do not have the video on my blog. It didn't go up. So, sorry about that, guys, but sometimes they don't go up the Contender Series videos. Uh, but what we found about Vanessa is not only is she very good at striking, but she's clumsy as hell. She trips over her own damn feet. And <laughs> that's how she ended up on the bottom position in all three rounds of this fight. And Corey did a very good job of controlling her. And, um, you know, she won the fight 30-27, in my opinion. Uh, did you see the fight? Uh, I caught the end of it. I didn't see the whole thing. I was a little bit indisposed, so I caught the end of it. I was I kind of shocked at how it was going. I was like, well, "Yeah, I know." No that, supposed to go. This, okay, so this is. The, I wasn't like I wasn't shocked, but given the yeah, pedigree, this is I, the story on this on this on this. They obviously thought Vanessa was going to win, 
right? And and yeah, white. I'm talking about white. Yes. Uh, Sean Shelby and Nader. They thought Vanessa was going to win, but I didn't think so. I saw the Ellen. Uh, I saw her fighting LFA. She needs to work on her striking like big time. You know, you got listen. Even huh? What? I had a question. If she if if her opponent is working with Team Alpha Male, Team Alpha great wrestler, Sorry? but part of their thing is being a solid defensive submission. I said part of working with Team Alpha Male is they develop guys who are good defensive wrestlers and good at defending submissions. So just off of that alone, yeah, that's a and, bad and also for her. she's also training with uh, a guy who's a veteran fighter for Kate Jack Mason. Okay, and he's the main guy for her. Not favor. Okay. No, I know, but just but just having that access, they're known for being good in scrambles and good in control. Just facing that kind of well, work, sparring partners is going to help you ahead of somebody who's athletic and who doesn't have good striking. Well, if you're a great athlete, you can force it to the ground. She didn't, if you're a decent striker, you can get it to the ground. She but didn't the need who's to not a good athlete, Vanessa kept tripping over her own feet. Okay, so that was the whole thing. Yeah. So she won the fight pretty handily. I was not surprised by it because I saw uh, Vanessa losing for three rounds before she got a submission in the fourth round on that fight a couple of weeks ago. And so I was not surprised by that at all. So here's the question. So now they got to decide if she's going to get her con- this contract or not. And she's young. She's 21 years old. I actually think she's been uh, spending some time in Invicta or more time in Cage Warriors would do her some good. But they decided to give her the contract after all. Okay? So, there you go. Corey McKenna got the contract. They gave contracts to all the fighters. I mean, what are they? Even a Cracker Jacks? Or what is it? So, so I, you know... I think they're just trying to trying to fill... So, I, I you know, so I... It didn't go the way I guess they thought it would. What do you think, Juan? I mean, what would... I mean, sometimes... These matchmakers, I mean, they're, they're, they're supposed to be, uh, you know, talent scouts and that sort of thing. How could they get it so wrong? I, I think a lot of times with the matchmakers and some of this stuff, a lot of it goes off of hype and, and relationships. Is your your manager speaking up on your behalf or are they keeping you in front of the guys who have power? I don't think a lot of these matchmakers or a lot of the guys who, who vet these fighters I don't think they know the fight game that well. I mean, if I just look at that matchup on paper, I say, this is a bad matchup for this fighter. She's not super athletic. She's not a great wrestler. She can't strike. Even if she's a better grappler, how is she going to get this striker to the ground? And you're telling me this person's a striker, but this striker is working out with Team working out with Team Apple. Even if that's not the, their lead group, they're regularly getting exposed to yeah, high-level right. submission grapplers and wrestlers. This is a bad matchup And Mason's a good coach as well. And he has other fighters in it with him. I, I, I'll give you one other... I'll give you yeah, one other I'm, reason why uh, she's worth it's she, sure. it's worth having her on the roster, Corey McKenna, and that's because you need British fighters for British shows. When things go back to normal, she's a draw in England. Okay, and that's not unusual. That's that's why Molly McCann yeah. is on the roster for the same reason. But she's a better fighter than. She, well, she she. She seems, she, yeah, she's a she better fighter than McCann. She actually addressed yeah. the weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now we've got uh, UFC 252 on uh, Saturday. Okay. So we got two women's fights. Both of these fights are on the prelims. So 
I won't have to spend any money. Um, so fight number one, they're both fights are at Strawwood. First, we have uh, Lavinia Souza, okay, and she's going to be facing Ashley Yoder. Now, Lavinia Souza is a Brazilian. She's a former Invicta Strawweight champion. She's like, I think, uh, one and one in the UFC. She's had some injury problems. And this really looked as good as we thought she would look. Ashley Yoder is from Miriam, California. She trains at Team Quest, which is Dan Henderson's place. Uh, I don't like her. I think she's two and four in the UFC, so I think this is her last pick at the cat. And I have the very first one. So uh, I like Lavinia in this match. Uh, give me your thoughts. Well, um, Ashley Yoder, she's she's pretty much an average athlete as far as her her combat skills background. It's not very extensive, so she didn't have a deep well team set of skills. She does have a good camp. Her camp is good. They're very meticulous. I think her conditioning is generally well. I think her game plans are are, are generally well crafted. Her thing is she doesn't have the physical tools to to dominate a certain level of opponent. When you see her against certain fighters, she puts wins together. But the thing is, all her losses or to a certain caliber of athletes. If you really notice it, the people she's lost to, Dern's a great athlete. Angela Hill's a great athlete. Justine Kish is a great athlete. Random Marcos is a great athlete. Not great fighters, but great athletes. People she beat, Kondo, Cooper, at this stage, aren't great athletes. Maybe never were. Kondo's a pro wrestler. It's it's basically a placing her. Yeah. But, it, but in the case of Souza, Souza seems to have a similar issue, but Souza's a better athlete. She's a more physical fighter. Uh, she's, she's got a more defined she skill just set, get, and I think that's going to be the difference. She has an identity as a fighter. She seemed to get back off to a bad start tool. in the UFC. And like I said, she's had a few injuries as well. So uh, hopefully she's recovered from all of that. Yeah, true. Yeah, if she's, if she's 100% healthy, I don't, I don't know how Yoder beats her. Yoder, Yoder's not a physically dominant enough to really beat her in exchanges. Even if she's better on the feet, her defense isn't good enough, so she'll never really be able to hurt her or back her up. And her wrestling, her grappling is not bad, but she's not a finisher. And her wrestling, she's not good enough technically to get you down. She's not good enough athletically. So it's hard for me to come up with a way for her to win this fight outside of Souza either being injured or not taking it seriously. If she's just going to come in kind of lazy or half-prepared, Yoder's going to be able to grind her out. But if she's on point and ready to go, she should should beat Yoder fairly decisively. Okay, the other one is the return of Felice Herrig, and she's facing Verna Jandaroba. And, of course, Felice is a veteran fighter, mostly a kickboxer. Uh, I believe she still trains with former Bellator fighter Jeff Curran uh, out of Chicago. They have very good chemistry. But, of course, the big thing is that Felice, uh, is, this is her first fight back from um, Reconstructed Eastern. Okay? And so my feeling on something like that is, who the hell knows? Because you never know how that's going to affect fighters coming back. Uh, Verna is another Brazilian who's a former Invicta champ, and she also um, hasn't looked that good in the UFC so far. And um, uh, this is like a tough. This is a tough fight for her because she's already kind of been in deep waters and hasn't looked very good. So, you know, uh, I guess the big question has to do with Felice. Yeah, pretty much. It's, I mean, she's a more experienced fighter. She's better on the feet. She's got the better all-around skill set. But the question is, 
how sharp is she going to be? Uh, how well conditioned is she going to be? Um, how does she react to getting hit or being in, in engages or fighting at pace again? She hasn't done so in so long. But just based on paper and skills, at least Herrick should have enough co- skill sets to keep this fight on the feet and basically just I would, I would get a point to win. Um, I don't know that her conditioning or – I don't know that her conditioning is up. Maybe she tires. And if she tires, I think if Vanderroba gets her down, I think she can finish. But just based on skills alone, this should be a fairly easy fight for Her- Herrick. The only thing is, Herrick tends to the fight other, the, the, sometimes. The only, and if she fights smart, this is easy. If she fights the only down, thing I would ask is how how desperate is Verna Vanderroba to win a fight in UFC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would think at this point, if if she understands the, if she understands her situation and then she, and she understands the context of being a professional fighter, then in this fight she really needs to be willing to to go for it. She can't play safe. She can't go for it. She can't try to eat something out. She's actually got to go to to win to beat Herrick. She's got to take some chances. If she's willing to take chances, she'll have moments because Herrick is incapable of fighting yeah. a perfectly clean, measured fight. But if she's just going to stay, try and find a clean entry or get a clean setup, it's not going to work. She's going to have to push she the page and walk do, through a little bit of fire. She seems to do a lot better when she basically does exactly what Jeff Curry tells her to do. Okay, when she strays away from that, that's when she starts to have problems. But, like, Curry... Well, I think part of it is because when she faces a certain level of opponent who puts a certain pressure on her, then she starts, she starts coming up with her own stuff. When she's comfortable she'll stick to the game plan i don't know that gender robot can make her uncomfortable that's why i said she has to take chance if she takes chance makes her uncomfortable she'll give her something but if she's just gonna play it technically and strategically then no police will be in a groove and she'll just chop her up anyways uh, those two fights are on saturday night on the prelims okay now we have a fight tuesday night on the tuesday night contender series at strawway it is uh her name is cheyenne bays versus Hillary Rose, okay? let's. I looked into both of these fighters, okay? Cheyenne Bays, that's her married name. She used to be known as Cheyenne, I think it's Blizzness or something like that. So uh, her record is 4-1. and one. Her one loss was in um, Invicta, okay? And um, uh, the, the marriage, Bays, it's spelled B-U-Y-S, so it looks like eyes, right? She's actually married to a fighter. His name is J.P. Bays yeah. or Bays, and he flunked out the, in the contender series a couple of years ago. They train at Fortis MMA in uh, Dallas, which is a strong up and coming gym uh, headed up by uh, Saif Saud. Macy um, uh, Chason trains there, among others. Uh, now. Uh, um, her uh, Cheyenne's most recent fight was in LFA in uh, November. I had a chance to take a look at that fight. It was on UFC Fight Pass, and I looked at one other fight of hers, and um, she's not a finisher. That's my problem with her. Okay, she's attractive. She's a, huh? very few. She's attractive. I said it. Well, it, but, but, very uh, few are you know, remember, really she's honest. competing against the other fighters even if she wins, right? So uh, I just don't think that she can do enough and yeah. win impressively enough even to get a contract even if she wins, you know? Now, well, I think even if you win, you want to, you, even if you lose, even if you win, but you don't get picked, 
you're on a national yeah. you're on a national platform. So regardless of whether the UFC wants you or not, you want the win that, because that helps true. you out that's moving true. forward. Because now you're more familiar. You have a story like you can demand more money, more opportunities to open up. So she wants to win regardless. Now, getting the UFC, maybe not, but a win that could help her career. Yeah, she could. She okay. could She's 25 she years old. She's a truck, so that helps. Her opponent, Hillary Rose, is 27. She is from uh, the Boston area, uh, Newton, Massachusetts, to be exact. And she trains with uh, UFC, Becky UFC lightweight Joe Lozon. Okay. Her fights are not up on YouTube, on YouTube or anything. Uh, her record is four and one, and she has all her fights have been for the uh, uh, Northeast uh, company uh, CBS. Okay, and she has finished fights, but I didn't get a chance to see her because her fights are not on YouTube. So, you know, she, it's one makes you wonder well, who she, who she, you know, she like, is she a finisher? Well, that, she, that uh, can't who the hell finisher. Knows, right? If I had got to see the fight, I'd be able to tell you. But the problem is, I didn't see that. So I'm worry about it. And, and the thing is, you know. My, my question about this, yeah. and anytime I have a person who finishes, my thing is, what happens, if you're, if you're used to finishing yeah. girls, what happens when you can't finish right this away? Is what we, you this apart? is what we do. This is what we don't know. Okay, so skill show up? Because I didn't get to really see her, we really don't know what she does and things like that. And so. You know, we'll, I'll watch the fight and we'll find it. All right. Okay. We got two other bits of news that we want to get to. Okay. So first of all, um, uh, Paige Van Zandt announced yesterday that she signed with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. Okay. So I got a bit of a, a, a story on this. So first of all, I understand. This is she's getting a million bucks for four fights. Okay, so if you're wondering why she didn't sign with Bellator, that should answer your question. <laughs> Secondly, so uh, uh, yesterday uh, she did a Facebook video with the owner of the Bear Knuckle. His name is uh, David Feldman, right? And you know. I guess, you know, there comes a point, there comes a point, right, where there's such a thing. You know what's, you know what the term stupid money means? Okay. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Here. This is stupid money. It's like, you got to be out of, this is not, she is not worth that kind of money. I don't care what she said. I don't care. She just ain't worth it. She's not worth it. She is not. That is true. You know what else he claimed yesterday on that Facebook chat? That he has signed 20 <laughs> female fighters for bare knuckle fighting championships, which I think is he's completely out of his mind if he's done that. No, he hasn't done that. He's lying. Okay. So, you know, he's like a lot of money marks in this business. Okay. You see this in the fight business all the time. He thinks that spending money is going to solve his problems, but it won't. Okay. He's got four fights to turn her into something so that bare knuckle fighting championships turns into something more than a footnote. Okay. I don't think he can do that. Yeah. Well, I don't think he can either, but first of all, I have to get, I, even though I don't like this idea, I don't like it at all. I don't think it's a good fit for her. 
absolutely I give her management credit Take if they're the getting her paid money. like this i don't i don't care about being the best i don't care about being the best i don't care about being a dana's wife best friend because a lot of fighters who are his best friend are broke as fuck and she's not anymore um the main thing and she's not this Make it make clear. She's not no, a big enough star to have that kind no, of payday. No, no, She's no, just not. Me, can, can I but clarify that? As far as can I clarify as, that? As far okay, as obviously, Bellator made her an offer, yeah. and it was no good. But the one company that I thought might try to make an offer for her is one championship, okay, in Singapore. And that's because they have a habit of spending yeah. stupid money. On guys like Eddie Alvarez, uh, 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 Mighty Mouse, you know, guys like that. But they haven't, but they haven't done it with women. Uh, Sage That's the only thing. Okay, and I don't, and I also, oh, I also don't think well, they the have thing, any. The thing is, uh, flyweights over there. All the fighters, women fighters, are straw weight or. Okay, so that's the other thing. I think, think, is there anybody else that would even do that? I think the thing about it, I, I really don't know. You know, like I said, she's not a big enough star to put that kind of money into. This guy, this guy needs some attention, and this is this draws attention because she does have some of a, somewhat of a Q rating. She's very active on social she's media. She's got a lot of followers. So as far as the, the women boobs. he has, yeah, as far as the women he she has available, <laughs> I cannot comment on that. She, as far as as far as the fighters he has available, she's she's probably the highest profile fighter. And to be quite honest, if you think the level of women's MMA is low, on average, the, the level of women's boxing is quite lower. Like in theory, they can find four people for her to knock out and look really good doing it. So they can they can build a narrative around so, her and keep her winning and keep her I in guess. A kind of a flagship face for events. So it's not as bad a look as possible. Oh, she not yeah, she knocked her out. Kicked her in the head, but knocked her out nonetheless. I don't watch. You know what? I've never watched. So, I, so I'm guessing if she went. I, if I, if she know, went I, my question. My question have a is: up with Beck Would it make people who normally would not watch uh, bare knuckle because I've never watched it? And I don't think I would anyway. It doesn't interest me. I don't even watch women's boxing for God's sake. Anybody? Would it make people? I, I think. I think it would. I think. I think it would. I think there's some people who will tune in just to see what's up. Maybe not a lot of people, but they need all the help they can get. They need someone they can sell to ESPN or, or crossover media. And uh, other sport people who cover sports are going to say, I recognize that name, Van Zandt. I see her on social media. I've seen her dance with the star team or the UFC. Let's, let's see what this girl can do. And for the most part, in her fights in the UFC, she's been, she's been exciting as a striker. Not great as a striker, but exciting. So you can sell it. Yes, she got submitted. But now she's just striking, so maybe she'll be better. Same people who bought into yeah. The fact that it, it, the one thing that I, I, I would consider in this, okay, these guys currently run their shows on Fight TV as pay-per-views, right? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just saying that's what they do. They their knuckle runs their shows on Fight TV as pay-per-views. All right, I think it's like twenty bucks or something like that. Believe it or not, Paige Van Zandt. Could get them a real TV deal. Yeah, that's the one thing. If that's what he wants, yeah, she could get him that. For for the price they're charging, and if you think about the fact that 
this will make news. It'll be crossover media. They might make their money back in just advertisers and, and media attention. I can't imagine their card does not at least sell more just because just has. I would agree with that. But at least for the first I, two cards, but if she, she wins, ain't worth two hundred fifty rand. Sorry, she she's not she she's not. But when you're making a business to make money, you have to spend money, and this is the biggest thing no they could have possibly gotten on the that, girl well, side. But that's why I that's like why I call rapping. it stupid money. I'm not saying it won't work. It depends what he wants to do with it, right? Like, yeah, he's just using. He's using her as a springboard for his thing. He knows she's not a long-term solution. He's using her to springboard. She's using him to get paid. Everybody's using everybody. But it's don't you deal. think that's a company that's basically inferior because the fighters are inferior? Like, if any of the fighters who are working for that company were any good, they wouldn't be working there. It is inferior, but it also makes these other more established companies look bad that an inferior company can pay someone more money than they can. If they're making more money, that's all the fighters care about day because I, as much as i like the ufc bellator mma whatever i get tired of seeing guys who are who are on main cards telling me how they can't pay their bills and they're asking for a bonus like you don't even make enough money to pay your bills off your regular salary yeah well this is why i mentioned what this is why i you mentioned know? one championship because those guys are, are are into spending stupid money like that and i'll mention one other guy who probably would have been interested in spending money and that is pancreas owner Mazakazu Sakai. That guy has stupid money. Okay, I don't know if he would. Yeah, they would spend the money, but it'd be more of a, it'd be more of a risk for her. Well, this that's right. A risk. No, well, but risk. Sakai is one guy who might have been interested in spending that kind of money on somebody like that. But uh, I don't know. He, I think he would be more interested in Japanese fighters to He doesn't have to spend that much money on them. Well, think about this long term. Let's, let's, say, let's say she has four fights, and for some reason, some, somehow, some way, she wins all four fights, and she does so by knockout or whatever. Let's say she wins all four fights. Now, when she's coming to the table, and, and, and these pay-per-views do well, now when she comes to a table with a Bellator or whoever else, now she has more leverage because she'll be like, my pay-per-view did more, my pay-per-view headline by me did more than any Bellator pay-per-view y'all had with multiple stars. So now I can demand more money from you for you to get, bring me in. I, I proved my Paige said that Paige said that there's a stigma uh, of her and MMA. Yeah, you know what the stigma is? She isn't any good. <laughs> she used to be half decent. She's just not very good anymore. But I, I, I'll say that. But like I, I've said this before about all fighters, everybody. This is the thing that where this is where fighters lose their credibility. Not not Paige VanZant, but the other fighters. Other fighters say she's no good, but instead of calling out the girl ahead of you, you're calling out Paige, who's barely a top 15 ranked fighter. Yeah. Second thing the fighters do that make them look bad is they say, I don't, I don't support fans because fans aren't in there. Anybody who steps in the cage, I respect. And then you turn right around and disrespect somebody who not only has stepped in the cage, but has multiple wins in the cage. So a lot of fighters make themselves look for by attacking her. We know what business is. And you, they want to say, I'm a warrior. I'm about improving the sport. No, you're not. You want to get paid just like uh, everybody else. Right. And the fact that you're lying about it to people makes it makes you even look where I can, I can accept Paige. Paige has said what she's about. The rest of y'all are pretending y'all are here for war. I'm a warrior. I'm a Roman warrior. I do this for free. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it for free. That's why you're calling out Paige Manzan. Yeah. Just call it what it is. Just be honest with it. Stop Anyways. lying to us. It'll be interesting to see how she does. Now, the other thing is that the UFC yesterday released. Uh, Betch Korea, and this is after an awful performance last week. And 
I'll say right off that at 37 years old, I think she should retire. Okay. That's, I think, her best option. You were talking about Bellator yesterday. They don't have a bantamweight division. She can't drop to, to fight. She's never done it. I wouldn't sign her based on her being a Bellator. And um, I don't see her go. Well, I just, I just think Featherweight is thin. I think Featherweight is thin enough where she could put some wins together. She's too small for that. She's too short. I don't see it. So is Leslie Smith. She's taller. Leslie Smith is small to be a Featherweight too. She's taller than me. She's taller than me. She's not any good as a fighter. Yeah, but uh, I feel I, there I, are I, other options for her. Okay. And I'll tell you right now, it depends what she wants to do. First of all, she go home to Brazil and fight if she really wants to fight. But I think if she goes home to Brazil, I think she retires. Okay. The other options, one championship is an option. There's other companies in Asia that I think would be interested in her. Okay. Road FC would be interested in her in Korea. Okay. I mentioned Pancrase. That's another company that would be interested in her. I don't think Deep could afford her. So that's why I don't think they'd be interested. Okay. But some of those other companies could afford her. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he already spent his money. (laughs) To be, at the end of the day, I don't, she's clearly plateaued or outright declining. But the fact of the matter is, I feel she can still get wins and still make money against a certain, certain caliber opponent. I don't agree and with that. If, I think if she, uh, at she her has, age, she should quit. If she fights in Brazil, if, if, if she fights in Brazil, I can see her putting three to five wins well, together. Because, if she fights in one of these the, smaller Asian things, I can see her putting the, the, the quality of, of competition in Brazil is much lower than it is pretty much anywhere else. There's so many female fighters down there. Well, I understand. I understand that, but that's what I was telling you before. I'm like, I'm that's why I've never been really hard on her. She has not been a great athlete. She is not she does not have an extensive background in combat sports. But if you look at what she's done and how long she's left the UFC, there's girls who've had better tools than her who have not done as well, not got as much as out of their talent. She got as much as she, she possibly could have out of her talent. And even though you don't think very highly of her, in many other organizations, she'd be close to a championship. The fact that she doesn't get blown out of the cage in every fight she's in is super impressive because she does not have athleticism. She does not have experience. She doesn't even have really a great technical skill set. She's got durability. She's got cardio. She's got a good sense for counterpunching, and she's got a pretty high IQ. Mm. That's about it. And she's done. She's she's far outshot her abilities. Marion Renault should be a better fighter based on her physical tools. Holly Holm should be a better fighter based on her physical tools. Ronda Rousey should have been a better fighter based on her physical tools. Betch outperformed her tools. She's the worst athlete in Bantamweight, and she yeah. still found ways to get wins, get draws, and to stay in the cage against, against bigger, stronger, better athletes. That's but impressive. At age 30, but at age, Anybody can win when you got the advantage. She should retire. Yeah, well, I don't know if she has another way of making money that'll pay her as much. She doesn't, but she's made her money. I mean, I think Mary... Mary Renault should retire too, but she ain't going to. No, but, you know, that's the whole point. My whole point is that fight yeah. should retire sometimes. Father time. And in her case, yeah. she, she, hasn't, she just hasn't looked good in her last couple of fights. I mean, she's looked very bad. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have, the, the thing I always tell people is while I always get worried about fighters, I don't have to pay their bills. So it's easy for me to say, just retire. I don't have to pay to take care of you. Yeah. Anyway. You have to take care of you. So you, you have to. Anyways, I don't know if she's going to 
getting I don't know if she's going to get a deal anywhere else. She's not going to get the same money anywhere else. So it's just a question of uh, who's willing to pay her, I, I suppose. But in the end, I would like to see her retire, especially at, a, at, at that age. Yeah. I'd probably agree with All that. Right. Anyways, that's about it. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, sir. I think we hit everything pretty uh, pretty decisively. Okay, so uh, again, uh, I did uh, one of my other podcasts uh, yesterday, uh, Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast. I did one yesterday, so you should have checked that out. Uh, I, I got something coming up that may be very special, and uh, I'm hoping to do it uh, in the next month. Uh, but I may have a very special guest from a far away place. So we'll just see how that goes. Um, if you have any uh, questions or comments for uh, my, either my podcast or my blog, you can uh, leave them on Anchor's voicemail. If you want to check out any of the videos that I post, you can do so at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you want to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights, and we'll talk to you next week.